Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Roll for Blank. We've got a new one-off episode for you. Back on the island, DM'd by Mark Hughes. Check it out. It's gonna get wacky. So let's just jump into it. I'll uh, I'll let you record the intro later, Nate. So okay, all on you. <laughs> so it is the next day. Yeah. So next day, because you guys like crashed out, you know, went to bed, relaxed it out, woke up the next day. I'm assuming Ken got up for his early morning rise to like grind it out on the beach. So you know, <clears throat> as you're running down the beach, you're uh, you're past. Uh, by uh, sort of a a lion woman who uh, high fives you as she's running past, yells rise and grind and keeps on going. Starts your day off nicely. (laughs) The thing that kind of weirds you out though is maybe about 10 to 15 minutes later, she laps you. So there's that. So it's like uh, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Is that when you laps, Sam? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. That's Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, Winter Soldier. Winter yeah. Soldier. All right. Um, Milo, you wake up. Your bed is covered in honey, but you don't really feel so bad about it because your feet are free now and things seem pretty nice. Uh, Emmer, you woke up, you know, in your normal state of perpetual bliss, surrounded by things that you're excited about. So, you know, you can figure that part out on your own. Either you found some some companions to go to bed with, or you just crashed out and had a lovely evening. That's on that's on you for your for your <laughs> level of comfort. Um, <clears throat> your uh, alchemist friend got a little wasted last night, you know, staying up to party with the locals, and is definitely down for the count today. He is he is unwilling to rise or grind. Like he is he is not having it. But um, you guys get up, you make your way down to the town center. There's a lot of hustle and bustle going on. Um, You remember that people were running up to grab parts of the whale. Uh, You can see that people are starting to set up for a uh, sky whale festival of sorts. You know, some like really crudely painted, you know, drawings, some banners. You know, they didn't have time to prepare for this. So this is sort of like a spontaneous thing um so yeah so there's just a lot of hustle and bustle going around um down towards the the sea you can definitely see that there are people still being you know splashed in they are not animate people but you know you can tell that they're definitely trying to clean that mess up um also on the beach you can see the the large purple woman that has been yelling at milo a whole lot uh going to town on some whales uh, parts, trying to like get some some feast elements happening. 
and that's that's sort of uh, where you guys are this morning. All right. Uh, All right. Well, look, Ken's got a Ken's got to fuel up. Got to got to uh, find some good, healthy uh, food to keep keep moving for the day. So, want to go check out some some booths? Okay. Yeah. I mean, the green smoothie guy is still there. Um, you know, he'll he'll hook you up with your regular. You've been there enough times that like the guy just sees you coming and just hands it to you. All right. Sets, you're set and ready to go. Um, there, you do notice as you're as you're making your way through, there seems to be a, a brand new uh, food stall in town uh, that seems to have like maybe just popped up overnight. Uh, it's uh, some sort of place uh, with a crudely drawn sign that says Taco Land, and you can see a couple of uh, uh, individuals like you know sort of behind there getting things ready. It doesn't look like it's open yet necessarily, but like. There's definitely some work being done there. All right. Look, fellows, it appears that there's some sort of handheld meat conveyance for sale. <laughs> so so um, upon waking up, Milo decided to um, scoop up some of the honey that was on the floor. And he sure. baked some muffins. Just, just, sure. just, just, just a single batch. Didn't take very long. So he's walking around with a, with a tray of, of a dozen muffins and uh, is... is you know, offering them to people if they'd like to purchase them. He's sort of like a traveling salesman through the market. Um, okay. So. And Clark is is tagging along and warning people that they're made with floor honey. Clark, stop that! They're not made with floor honey. Yes, they are, Milo. And the and the honey was on your feet before it was on the floor. I think everyone <laughs> has the right some, to know. You get some mild interest. Some mild interest, like you know, you don't get overwhelming interest, but you know, like. One out of every five people that you run into is expressing interest in your your muffins. Oh, okay. So I actually get to make some money because I spent all my money last time. Sure. Uh, how much money do I make? Let's see, you did twelve muffins. So roll a d10 for me. Five. Okay. So five people buy your muffins, and how much were you charging per muffin? Um, uh, like a gold piece. Okay, so you have five gold. Hey, it's more than I had before. Yeah. yeah. Ken's scoping out Taco Land, uh, asking a lot of like really specific questions about what the kind of meat is, um, what like what the creatures grazed on. Um, you know, did they were they caged together? Or did they have room to roam? A lot of that real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they. Uh... You, you, you get there, and there are two individuals, both named Earl for some reason, um, and they are half halfling, half orcs. So they're really short and pretty stocky, um, and they're a little bit cagey as to what the the meat is. But they will tell you it's an unusual fish. Um, you can definitely tell that they're trying to like keep some trade secrets, maybe, as opposed to being like. This is something we like grabbed from a garbage bin and like made. Like, you can definitely tell they care about it, but they're not willing to give all their secrets away right now. Okay, so uh, am I able to discern whether it is or isn't like uh, chemically or, or magically altered in some way? Basically, am I able to discern are they people who would create something that's pure and of this land? Uh, give me an insight check. It's a nine. Uh, I mean, from what you can tell, like they're they're pretty on the level. Like they're not they're not. They're not trying not to scam anybody. They're trying to like, you know, start up a new business. 
they're new to the island. Taco they just arrived land. a couple of days ago, so you know they're 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 getting their feelers out there. They're not totally trustworthy yet. Okay, uh, but then uh, then Ken says, "Well, Earl, Earl, uh, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I must now rejoin my friends, uh, uh, Emmer and uh, the fellow who's selling muffins made from his toe jam, uh, toe <laughs> honey, his uh, the muffins." They, they wish you good day. They're like, have 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 a good one. Uh, you know, come back and like you know like. Uh, Wait, they don't ask if he knows the muffin man. Uh, no, <laughs> they're they're unfamiliar with that narrative. Um, <laughs> Clark has meanwhile been kind of eyeing every attractive person that he sees in the market, and just okay. keeps saying, "Would you like to rise and bribe? Um, give me a <laughs> perception check. All right, good old minus one to perception. So that's a three. Three? Okay. <laughs> so what you do notice is that sort of an aura of of cold washes around you, and then um, all the hairs on the back of your neck sort of prick up for just a second, and uh, you are hit with a, a small amount of lightning oh, doing dear. two damage to you. Uh, and you turn around just as a, a seven-foot Goliath woman walks by, smiles at you, winks, and says, Good to see you again, Emmer, and just keeps striding along. Um, I'm going to... Okay, do I recognize her? You do. You do. Okay. Uh, she is one of your uh, <clears throat> previous adventuring companions, as well as previously... Uh, you know, previous lovers. Uh, you know, you recognize her as Estes, daughter of Tabor. So, do I recognize her as well? Uh, I don't know. This is a this is a little bit of a backstory element for for Nate to okay. figure out. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, Clark's gonna kind of chase after her. It's like Estes, I I had no idea you would be here. How how the heck are you? Uh, she's. I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm uh I'm uh you know just out out living the life and enjoying my uh my excursion uh what brings you to this fine island well we uh were seeking some well-deserved r&r and then we had a bit of a b-god incident uh recently that resulted in a lot of free whale meat um <laughs> apparently we're tastemakers because there's going to be a festival oh fascinating fascinating well it's lovely to see you again and uh you know perhaps we'll run into each other soon on the island say would you like to uh set that at least in pencil and consider joining me for this festival later on yeah i I could i could be into that i could be down for this festival excellent i'll put on my my most lifted boots ah excellent and as you uh walk away another small lightning bolt hits you for five points of damage ouch uh, you do know this about her, uh, that uh, she has some sort of connection to the sea. And so in oceanic environments, uh, she does have this aura that she uses aggressively towards both friends and foes alike, uh, where she can exude some amount of lightning damage uh, at will, as long as she's near the ocean. Well, I'm just happy that there's still a spark between us. <laughs> and she def- she definitely giggles and continues walking down the beach. All right. So, hey, hey, m- hey. So uh, Milo runs after Clark because he's just likes to be around Clark. Hey, Clark, 
that that lady, do you think she'd like a muffin? I I don't know, Milo, but she would probably electrocute you within an inch of your life. I advise against it. Oh, okay. Do, do you want a, a muffin, Clark? This this these were still made with the floor, honey. Then. I mean, it was a really clean floor. Yes, I I know the floors are clean, but we also know full well where that honey has been. Yeah. Okay. I'll just sort of like toss the the rest of the muffins into the the bush. I just was poor. Um, so Clark, who was that lady? Oh, that was Estes. She and I have a storied past. Many adventures, oh. many celebrations of those adventures. If you get my meaning, Clark, I always get your meaning. I hope so because I use mostly single entendre. <laughs> yes, yes. Milo, yes, I know. Milo, we fought. Yes, Clark. Milo, a lot. <laughs> yes, Clark. I, I I've slept near you in a tent or something for the past many years, and I can always tell that you what you're doing. Yes, well, we always cast silence, but we never cover ourselves with anything, so I suppose it's <laughs> pretty easy to see what's what's happening. Yeah, and you, Clark, you, you don't actually know how to cast silence. I've been meaning to tell you this for a while, so you just you know speaking the word silence isn't actually a magical spell. So I've been wearing that hat while completely nude for no reason this whole time? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I suppose you're welcome for the show then. <laughs> I usually stick muffins in my ears. Should we Should we look for Ken? Oh, yes, of course. I, I believe he was just by the taco stand right over there. Ken's, Ken's by now, like, looking at, a, at another uh, booth. He's trying to find some kind of, like, skincare type... Uh, product, something, something, you know, the maybe the inspired by the uh, the vacation. He's just like looking to take care of himself. Okay, yeah. I mean, you can definitely find a, a bunch of uh, places with salves and oils and uh, you know, screen of sun and you know that sort of thing. The oiliest oil. The with a the, he, he seeks the one, the shiniest one. Okay, I mean, conveniently because of the recent incident. This merchant has a ton of whale oil to be to be gleaned upon. Ken's all about it. He's uh, he, he's he's buying a, a small amount of the oil. He knows that the oil is like the it's the purest whale of all time, straight from the sky as whales. Exactly. Are yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know the guy is more than willing to, to to sell you as much as you you wish because you know. He's heard of your great, your great uh, adventures, and you know, you guys are making a bit of a name for yourself on the island. Um, you know, no one's sure how you're connected to the Sky Whale, but people are, you know, kind of adding one and one together, and there's something that connects you guys to the Sky Whale. So people are definitely being nicer to you in general. Clark is also whispering to a lot of people. We brought the Sky Whale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't don't spread it around though. We want to keep it secret. We don't want to be treated differently by other people. But you should know, we brought the sky whale. I mean, and people like give you a little, yeah, thanks. <laughs> you know, because there's enough there's enough talk on the island that you know you guys were running away from from the impact crater at the time. People were running towards the impact crater. So there's there's a little like you know connectivity there for sure. All right, I rejoin rejoin the the fellas. Well. Guys, uh, oh, Ken, you look up. shiny. Thank you. Yes, yes, I do. It's very nice, Ken. You, it's very shiny, like super, super shiny. 
well, it's uh, it's it's good for the skin. Uh, it's important. It uh, it'll keep me strong and and live and uh, and centered. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something. <laughs> but how will yeah. you grind if you're so lubricated? <laughs> like Ken is frozen with that thought. It's just so <laughs> concerned. He's like, you've given um, me something I, to meditate Ken, on. Ken, I don't think you need to worry about it. The lubrication will make it easier for you to grind because there won't be the the wheels will the cogs will f- move really smoothly. He nods. Clark, don't give him complicated ideas. <laughs> it's all right, Milo. Everyone has the right to consider uh, their reality now and again. Yeah, but did you see? He was scared. <laughs> well, he's so smooth, it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> you can't lay a finger on him. All right. So you can uh, definitely we... see uh, people on the beach starting to sort of set up for like a like a hangout kind of day. You know, you see some people playing with a ball near a net, uh, some people throwing some sort of flying disc back and forth. Uh, uh, people are starting to crowd around that purple lady uh, who, was, who was cooking up the whale, starting to like, you know, get some of her barbecue going. And- so so I'm going to, I'm going to go over to that lady and, and just start chatting her up and ask about her recipe. So how do you, how do you cook whale? I've never actually cooked whale before. I'm, I'm a big cook. So I just want to know. My name is Milo. Hi. You're the Muffin Man, aren't you? Yes, I am the Muffin Man. It's so nice to meet you. <sighs> we had to clean up so many of those muffins and shoo off so many of those gulls. Yeah, it was. It, it, there was a little bit of bad magic involved with that, so I apologize. Apology considered. I'm not sure if I can accept it yet, but I well, mean, your whale not... smells amazing. Yeah, so I just. I just want to know. I mean, like, I'm always on on the hunt to learn better techniques to make great food. Um, yeah, this is a this is a little bit of a secret right here. Oh, like, I'm, I completely, I'm not just, I completely just understand. handing this out. Um, do a history check for me, real quick, Jeff. Oh, jeez. Uh, natural twenty, but I have a minus one, so it's a okay. 19. So immediately, as you're like standing in front of her, it dawns on you that this is this is Shazir. This is one of the 12 adamantine chefs of legend. Like, this isn't just a regular chef you're talking to. Like, this is one of the world-renowned like, 12 one of the 12 adamantine chefs. Like Bobby Flay, but not a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, um, I know who you actually are, and I just wanted to say I'm a big fan. But if As you don't you want to, be. if you don't, if you don't want to spread it around, I won't tell anybody. Oh no, I have no problem. Like most of these people know. Like that's kind of why they're here. Like I'm setting up my new my new island thing here. Oh wow! And so like this is this is like the whale thing is like you know kind of kind of a a big moment for me. Like we're gonna get a good foothold here for the you know future traffic. Well, seeing, uh, I, seeing Milo struggling here, Clark is going to walk up and try to do some real cocktail-level shit, flipping some whale around on this grill. What should I roll? Okay. Uh, dexterity. We'll go okay. with dexterity. <laughs> All right. So that's a 20, and Clark nice. is going to walk up and say, did somebody call for a whale slinger? 
<laughs> he's gonna start flinging it around. Nice. Uh, like uh, you can tell immediately as soon as you touch the grill, like she becomes enraged, and you notice like her purple skin gets uh, some you know broken uh, sort of like lava Clark. cracks going through it. But as she sees you like handling the meat very well. She calms down and, and becomes intrigued and is like, okay, you've got some skills, young man. You've got some yeah, skills. This is my friend Clark. I taught him all of these cooking techniques. Clark is going to nod. Interesting. <laughs> well, um, what do you what do you say we throw down a little bit of a little bit of a challenge here then? Since, oh, since you seem to be coming coming into to my barbecue area both on the offensive and defensive simultaneously by like subtly praising me, but then also just like coming in and throwing down a show. What what do you say to a challenge? At the word challenge, Ken rises up sort of like behind <laughs> behind Milo's shoulder, puts his arm around their shoulder, a test of wills, excellent. <laughs> I mean, but you're like one of the greatest chefs of all time. And we're just, we, we, we would never, like we're gonna lose. I mean, strength and simplicity, Milo. You, you, you just came up, and your friend just started messing with my grill. Impressively, nonetheless. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, boy's got some skills, but you can't just come into to, into my house, mess with my stuff, and not accept the challenge. Losing the action in and of itself is a challenge. She, she, Clark is right. There is no dishonor in a loss to you. What what's at stake? I, I mean, we can we can set terms. By the way, we're uh, cooking whale, not steak. Yes, we are. We are cooking this. This would be a whale-based challenge for sure. Right. So you should know that our previous challenge was also whale-based and resulted in this very whale. But <laughs> don't spread it around. I mean, yeah, we're we're kind of to thank for all this whale meat that you have to cook with today. And and I appreciate it. It's going smashingly. The line hasn't stopped since I started this morning. So, so so, what what would go? Would you like us to cook something that would go well with the whale, or do you just want us to also cook whale? I mean, here's the challenge. And she turns around and just punches a gong behind her, and everything stops. Everyone hushes that's on the beach. And she turns to the priest who's, you know, kind of sitting, you know, doing his thing on the beach in the morning. And she goes, there's been a challenge. And he perks up and he's like, there's been a challenge. And he claps his hands and people start rolling in uh, pantry shelves onto the beach. And people start like whispering quietly. Ooh, and somebody brings out a long table and three chairs. And she goes, we're going to do this right. We're going to do this adamantine chef style. So three courses. And if you win, and you might, who knows? This is I'm not well experienced in whale myself, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Uh, if you win, I will give you one badge that you need to be able to compete in the full tournament. Not the adamantine chef. Like, that takes years. Like, we're going to start you low. But... Much, much like, you know, my friend Ash, who travels around collecting small animals and has to beat people at their gyms. He, uh, he collects badges to become the very best he can be. This would be similar to one of those badges. So next time you travel to a, a place and you meet another adamantine chef, you can challenge. 
You should know that my friend Milo here did participate in his elementary school's Stone Chef competition, and he mm. placed in the top three. Well, hey, that's a Clark, start. Clark, I, I won that. I didn't just place in the top three. I, 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 I Winning is placing in the top three, Milo. <laughs> right. I'm trying just, not to just... oversell here. We need to undersell and overdeliver, my friend. Do you understand how competition works? I mean, I'll just do the best that I can. But will you? Will you and can be my sous chefs? Well, here's here's sort of the the thing. You can choose one of them to be the one of them to be your sous chef, or you can you choose one of them to be one of the three judges sitting at the table. If I don't choose one of them as the judges, who would be the judges? I, I get to choose one of the judges. You can choose one of the judges from anyone on this island, and then a random judge will be chosen. So I'm just stack the jury, Milo, quickly. And I, I just have a follow-up question. Do you still get to use your sous chef of your choice after oh, yeah. you choose a judge? So then oh, I yeah. should be able to, A, choose one of them as a judge, and B, choose one of them as a sous chef. That seems only fair. Oh, yeah. Or you can have them both as sous chefs, and you still get to choose from one of these people to be a judge. So the judge the judge that you bring to the table is your choice. Um, hey, hey, Clark, your friend Estes, do you think she'd vote in my favor? Well, Milo, I, you know, I, I don't know how Estes feels about me given the last time we spent together. Um, she's definitely open to seeing me again, but this could be a uh, meet up and throw a drink in my face sort of situation, I'm not quite sure. I wouldn't put all your bets on someone who could electrocute me at any moment. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Hey, hey, Ken, have you ever cooked before? Oh, yes. Uh, although I prefer to eat raw, simple foods, uh, typically, of course. Um, yeah. yeah, okay, so Ken's like going to gonna be my judge, and 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 Clark is going to be my, uh, my sous chef. Okay, cool. Um, and so uh, she turns around and, and walks towards the edge of the water and just starts yelling in sort of like a garbled, aquatic-sounding language. Um, and then moments later, a, a massive uh, great white shark human uh, comes, like, just lumbering up to the, the table and sits down and, and turns to you, Ken, and goes, What's up? Yeah, yeah, that's that that's canon, right? That has to be canon now. Yeah, I mean, he he turns to you and he's like, "My name's Finn, Finn Diesel." Uh, Yeah, I'm here to I'm here to judge. Apparently, are you here? Are you here to judge? That's me too, bro. Sweet. Uh, you got you got family in this. Same bump. Just mostly back. <laughs> family of a sort, yes. All right, good going. So and that's all it. we need now is the third judge. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Shazir points to the uh, the priest, and she's like, "Just just grab somebody. Just grab just grab anybody." And so he runs off and comes back with somebody who's like literally just getting off of the docking boat. She's a lovely uh, Asimir woman. So she's 
quite what tall. What does that mean? I don't know what Asimir means. Yeah, she's quite tall. Uh, it's got like pretty like bronzy skin and like massive angel wings. And she just she just comes over and sits down. And she's like, I I don't know what's going on, but I'm uh, I'm here. I have been asked to to sit at this table. And then goes, yeah, welcome to the party, bro. Another fistbump. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lovely. So Milo is is quite enamored by this this judge like um you you have lovely wings thank you I'm, milo I'm, clear your mind i'm, I'm milo <laughs> it's nice to meet you clark I, is I'm, gonna I'm, step I'm... up and shove milo aside and say did it hurt did what hurt when you fell from the great plane do you know the whale yes are you familiar with the whale that that landed here did you fall with it uh, no, no. He does not get the pickup line at all. I, <laughs> what? <laughs> this is not I, going my well. Name's, my name's Dodrum. I'm I'm just here on vacation. I just arrived. Well, I don't know what's I'm, going on. I'm really honored to be able weird. to... I'm really honored to be able to cook for you, and I hope you like it. Oh, okay. And the priest guy comes back over and he's like, okay, okay, we got our judges. Here are the rules. So uh, before you that, are, I, I just want to make a quick... Um, I guess it's charisma role. Sure. Um, <clears throat> to see how much she likes. So it's only a, a six. So I mean, she's not not a fan of you. Like she legitimately looks very bewildered and confused. Like she literally just got off a boat and she was here for vacation, and now she's being thrust into like a decision making moment. And this is all very strange. And she's just trying to get her bearings. So it's not that you're not charming. She's just bewildered. Okay. The priest guy comes over and he's like, okay, here are the rules. Each of you guys are going to make three dishes. You're going to make a starter. You're going to make a main. You're going to make a dessert. And you get 30 minutes for each one of these things. When you're done, you bring it to the table. These guys judge it. They taste it. They score it. We move on to the next round. At the end, tally up the scores. See who wins. You can use anything in these mobile pantries that we brought back but you have to make the whale sort of like an incorporated piece of every single dish we give you a few minutes to sort of like figure out your grand plan then i'm gonna hit that gong and we're gonna go and have us a battle okay so um I, milo leads clark a little bit away you know how you're really good at cutting I'm really going to need that skill today because the first course is going to be a a sushi roll um, of of whale meat topped with 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 a little bit of fish roe, um, some horseradish root rolled into it. I think that'll that'll be um, very um, popular with um, with uh, at least Ken because he does like the natural ingredients and the the horseradish will get his heart pumping. The, the middle roll will be a, a finely cooked steak of whale meat um, fried in um, the blubber from the whale and and dressed with some some lightly um, seasoned seaweed. So the, the whale will really do that. And then for the dessert, we will be making um, muffins um, and I will use the blubber into the muffins to give them this this nice sweetness as well as some of these lovely berries that grow in the tree here because we want to be very um with the environment what do you think clark it all sounds great and he pulls his dagger out and he just says tell me what to stab <laughs> sure <No>. thing 
Meanwhile, Ken has has just uh, gone for a run, and he's run back over to the same booth where he bought the whale oil, and is and is stocking up on just a few more lotions and pastes and whatnot, stashing them in various different places, like a like a baseball pitcher, like different places where he might be able to get at some of it. Okay. And he's and he's optimizing for like like the most bitter, awful tasting type of stuff that he can find. Okay. Interesting. All right. So the priest runs over, hits the gong, and everyone scatters off to their uh, their stations to start round one. The the sushi rolls from us. Do I need to make like a roll of how well we cook them? Like how does that? Uh, work? Yeah, both uh, you and uh, Nate give me uh, dex rolls since you're you're trying to do sushi, which traditionally takes a little bit of delicacy. I got a 20. Okay. I got a 15. Okay. You guys you guys put together some some damn good sushi rolls. Like when you guys are done, uh, you just drop them off at the 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 desk because, you know, because it's sushi, you guys go pretty quickly. You probably have, I don't know, you have 30 minutes to do this, gathering all the ingredients. You probably finish this in about 15 to 20 minutes. You know, you guys are pretty fast. Shazir's still over there finishing her dish, but she's pretty close to being done. So you drop it off in front of the the judges. Do you want to give a presentation speech? So we have made for you today some some sushi made from the whale meat, um, lightly um, crisp skin of, of seaweed with fried in the, the blubber and some, some salt derived from the seawater to sprinkle on top as well as wrapped with some horseradish root. Okay, okay. And Clark is just going to nod and smile. <laughs> Did a great job, Clark. Okay. Uh, Dave, we're going to give this a uh, a 1 to 10 rating. So just jot down your 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 numbers as these things come out. Got it. I make, I make uh, like, really big gestures while eating, but totally silent. But it looks like... I'm having a really great time, and I and I and I look over and try to make eye contact with the other two judges to see what they're looking like. So Finn Diesel seems, you know, he's not excited by this, but it's you know not bad. Um, the the Asimir lady thinks this is delightful. She's 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 very very you know enthusiastic, and she thinks it's it's surprisingly interesting. <clears throat> Shazir comes back out. Uh, she lays down her plate in front of all the judges. Uh, she goes, to start off, uh, I've made several corn croquettes with some awakened sun gold, some whale cracklings, some whale marrow discs, and kale spread. And the uh, corn croquettes are fried in the whale fat. Please enjoy. It's called blubber. Clark, she doesn't know that it's called blubber. That might just be a, a regional dialectical problem, Milo. I don't think we need to worry about correcting it. All right, Ken. Ken's eating the food, he's trying the croquettes, and he just gives like one or two kind of like choke <clears throat> as he's like trying to, you know, choke Force down himself the food to eat it. <laughs> that he's that he's that he inwardly is is, is, is liking pretty well, but he's like uh, mm, fatty. Sure, sure. The the shark is is loving this. Like this is like his jam. He's he's definitely into all of this. And the Asimir lady seems, you know, again, like She's interested, but, you know, she's still trying to figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> okay, head back for your main meal. All right, so is this a performance roll or another dex roll? Um, this one was going to be performance. You're in luck, Milo. Got a 19. What nice. up? <laughs> nice. Okay. So uh, you guys are putting on a great show. 
Um, you can also see on Shazir's side that she is also putting on a fantastic show. So you guys are competing with sort of like large flame spouts and like, you know, flinging of spice and really epic flourishes of uh, knife work and things of that sort. Um, who is who is actually cooking the steak? Okay, uh, give me a perception check. Natural 20, 23, baby. Excellent. So um, you notice that your fire is inconsistent um right now so like you're getting a lot of like flame spurts but it's on then also dying down so like <clears throat> your cooking is going a little uneven at the moment hey clark there's yes, something Bob. going on with our fire where it's very uneven do you have anything that could even it out um let me look i i could poke at it with my dagger or with my hammer milo and maybe maybe that would even things out a bit i'm going to cast heat metal on the grill okay to make it a consistent heat all the way through. Okay. Um, Give me uh, uh, an Arcana roll for that. It's a 13. Okay. It doesn't work perfectly. You're not getting like a perfectly even temperature, but definitely the temperature fluctuation is much smaller now. Well, that's helpful. So as opposed to it like, you know, raising up and then dying down and raising up and dying down, like you're getting maybe like, you know, a two-degree fluctuation in the temperature, so it's it's old and steady. It's not bad. Okay. Um. Can I can I make a like like do I detect some sort of like magic that is interfering with my grill? Uh, you can roll for that. That's a perception. Sure. So I got a nineteen. Yeah, you definitely feel like there's maybe some sort of like you know these are magic you know grills that have like magical flames in them. But you know maybe there's something quirky going on with this particular flame. How sneaky can I cast a spell? Like, uh, if, if I cast heat metal on my opponent's um, grill, would she notice? Uh, you could try. Um, yeah, I'll cast another heat metal on her grill. Okay. Make a, an arcana check on that one for me. Or do you want me to do slide itself? Uh, no, do arcana. Yeah, I got a one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you try to cast the spell, but you're too busy worrying about your own grill right now to to like notice that it doesn't quite hit right. Okay. Hey, hey, Clark. Yes. There's something going on with my grill, and some sort of magical interference. Since you have a really nice relationship with the other chef, do you want to go ask her if she's noticing something like that? I, I suppose her. I could. Sure. Distract her as much as humanly possible. You want me to distract her? No, 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 well, just be yourself, Clark. I mean, <laughs> she was she was checking out your butt earlier. Everyone's checking out my butt, Milo. Have you seen it? It's amazing. Ken I know. looking good, dude. I've been doing squats. <laughs> I know, but make sure she knows that. Because, you know, she's... she's she, I mean, like, if she's this good on a grill, could imagine how good she is in bed. Yes, there's a direct one-to-one -one correlation between operating hot surfaces for cooking and being able to perform in sexual congress. I'm glad you know that. I know pretty much everything, Milo. I think you should be aware of that by now. Very much so, Clark. Make sure she knows it, too. <laughs> All right, yeah, Clark will walk over there. Um, okay, so as you walk over, um, give me a perception check. Okay, that is a nine. Okay. Everything seems normal as you walk over. You know, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, the only difference you do know is, like, <clears throat> she seems to be working with a lot of high heat flame, so it's flaming up a lot. She seems to put a, have put on uh, a set of uh, spectacles, and 
she seems to be like really focused and it seems like maybe the the lenses are are flaring in a different uh way to help protect her eyes from all this high heat and i'll yeah so i'll i'll kind of raise my my arm and wave at her for a second and then noticing that she probably doesn't look up say uh, uh, excuse me uh heroic chef i was uh i was wondering if you had a moment and she's like yeah totally bring it on dude hey great I couldn't help but notice you checking out my rear end earlier, and I thought I'd come over and see how things were going with you. Things are going well. Things are things are happening pretty smoothly. Uh, things are going all right. Uh, you know, just about to you know top off this this steak and uh, move on move on to the uh, preparation for dessert. That's that's great. The steak smells amazing, and he's gonna Thanks. do a chef's kiss. So do you. And she Ooh. raises up her glasses and winks at you a little bit. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. 14. Okay. Uh, you feel really good about that wink. Like that yeah. wink like sends, you know, butterflies through your stomach. You're feeling really, really happy. And you're also not feeling that productive as you return back to your, uh, your little uh, chef stand. Milo. She likes me. She really likes me. <laughs> I knew she would, Clark. Good thing we're almost done here. Yes, it is, because then I can ask her out. Yeah. All right. So do, I'm Do you I'm, think I'm that she'll want now. to go out with me, Milo? Do you, do you think do you think she will? I, I you know, we you can always ask. Yes, I but I'm asking you, Milo. I'm asking you. Clark, I think it's amazing when any woman wants to go out with you. Because you're amazing. And as you're in the middle of talking and pleading She's already delivered her meal to the judges. Am I late? Did I miss the deadline? No, no, no. You're there's still time, but okay. just as you're doing that, you notice that like she walks up and lays her her meal out for the judges. Cool, great. So I, I've finished plating. Okay, well. cool. She she turns to the judges and goes, "All right, this is probably uh, one of my favorite things that uh, we I've made in a while. I mean, I've never really like done a lot of whole." you know, crazy stuff with whale before, but I'm really excited about it. So we have here for you some uh, beer braised whale seasonal chorizo with a pork belly and oysters and a sea salt arugula platter with sheltered fig jam. Please enjoy. Milo, it looks pretty good. I don't know if we're going to win this one. Yo. That's okay. That's okay, Clark. I, I never expected to win this competition. Oh, it's well, so... that's not the attitude to have. <laughs> <laughs> it's so heavy. I... I'm not sure I can even finish. Uh, it's so, it just would be too much for me to be able to do anything after. All right. Then you bring your plates up, Jeff. So this is a, a lean whale steak, um, very healthy cut of the meat. But um, to add a little flavor, we have fried bits of seaweed in the blubber um, and and placed that strategically around it, creating sort of a, a, a wall of flavor along it. Uh, additionally, we have I've I've used some of the the berries from the tree to create a paste that goes along with the steak, and then a um, a small quail egg um, uh, cooked just 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 enough that if you crack it, the the yolk will surround the um, the steak and add some more flavor to it. Also, very very healthy, full of protein. All right. Shark guy seems to really enjoy it. Like he's he's definitely digging on what you've put down. The Asimir lady, like she seems to be enjoying herself as well. Like she's not like necessarily overjoyed by it, but like you know she's she's feeling pretty good about it. And I'm just fired up about it. I love it. Just very uh, very enthusiastically eating. 
and I also look at my companions and try to give them the uh, this the sign we all know from our time together that suggests that the next round they should be first. Okay. All right. So you guys head back. Nate, you're still not real feeling real productive. Like you're feeling really good about yourself. You think the day is beautiful and the, everything going on is wonderful. You're just not really feeling that productive at the moment. Right? I'm, I'm going to make a perception roll because I pick up on the fact that he's and I rolled a five. So I don't really pick up on the fact that <laughs> you're you're just disappointed he's not giving it his all because this means a lot to you. Like this is like a chance to make your name in the cooking world. And damn it, Clark, you're just not pulling your own damn weight. So that's OK. I, I know muffins and yeah. I know how to make great muffins. So I, I like feel like I should roll with advantage on anything because muffins are my are my thing. Like I sure. am the muffin man. Um, sure. Um, so. as, as you're as you're doing this, uh, you know the the priest guy comes over just to check on you. He's like, you know, seems like this is a really good competition. How how are you guys doing? How how does how do you feel? What do you guys got up for dessert? What are you gonna like end with? That's gonna be this amazing end. So I have some I have some really impressive muffins. Um, I'm gonna use. I'm going to use some of the fruit from the tree and some of the blubber, but it's it's all about the simpleness with the muffin to just enjoy the heat, the moisture, and the the um, the warm feeling that it gives your insides. Okay, okay, okay. This this could be interesting. This could be interesting. And then he he walks over to Shazir's table and can does sort of the same sort of you know talking conversation with her. And give me a perception check, Jeff. 21. Okay. You can tell she's moving a lot faster than you are right now. Like, unnaturally so. Like, there's something interesting happening. And as you're looking over, you also see the the uh, glasses that she's wearing. But you also notice, oddly enough, that where it didn't seem like she had blonde hair before, she's got some blonde hair now, and the front parts of it are a little bit spiky. So I'm going to cast a um, a third level dispel magic okay. on on uh, her glasses. Okay. Uh, give me a roll. What do I roll for that? Uh, just uh, most, mostly this is a, a roll to see if you botch the using the spell. Okay, so that's a wisdom roll then. So it's fifty. Okay, cool. You you get the spell off, and oddly enough, like everything seems like fine. She seems to be moving just as fast. The glasses. Still on her face, hair still like that. Doesn't seem to have enough have an effect. Hey, Clark, can you go find out why her hair ch- hair is changing color? I'll see what I can do, Milo. But I'm not feeling very productive at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, but but like, I'm sure you want to know what's changing her her care or the color of her hair. Yes, uh, as long as I can stop staring at the beauty in her eyes, I think I'll be able to ask about her hair. Yeah, I'll be ask right about back. those. Uh, ask about those glasses too. Oh, yes. Yes, I do want to know if she's near or far side. All right, Clark will walk over. Okay. Hello there, uh, darling. I can call you darling, can't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see she's just like, she's just flying through this dessert. Like, her hands are moving like lightning. You you seem to be moving rather quickly. Is there is there something going on? Uh, I'm trying to win. Yes, of, of course, of course. <laughs> we all We all want to win, don't we? So your 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 hair is spikier and and yellower than before. Is there a is there a reason for that? And she looks up at you and gives you this massive smile, and she says, "Yes, 
and all of a sudden you just feel a little weak in your knees. I I might need to, to sit down. Do you have a do you have a stool or a bench that I might use? Uh, she just kicks a stool over around to you, and it lands right underneath you. Okay, and I'll plop down on it. So, uh, tell me more about you. It seems seems like I need to know more about you. Ah, I mean, what's there to tell? You know, I came from, you know, the slums of a backwater village and rose to be an adamantine chef through, you know, power, will, strength of mind, conviction. And as she said that, you can see she plates her last ingredient and they take it back to the table uh, almost immediately. So as, as these guys were doing all this stuff, I want to look at the, the the woman's posture, her hands, particularly where, like how she's sitting and get a really good understanding. Like, can I see anything unusual about her? Does she seem like just a, a, an average villager type? Of uh, the Asimir woman? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Go for that perception. 18? Yeah, I mean, she seems she seems like legitimately she just got off the boat. Like, she seems like she's here for, like, everything she's told you seems completely on the level. She still looks confused as hell, but she's actually getting kind of giddy and excited because it's, like, you know, boiling up and it's an exciting environment and, like, there's, like, competition and she's, like, you know, feeling really pretty vibrant and she looks over at you. She's like, isn't this exciting? It's so wonderful. So she's not from the island? She's, she's a No, tourist. no. Yeah, she it's, like she's legitimately just got off the boat for vacation, like the rest of us. It's such a cool place. Uh, I I love uh, I, you know I've only been here for a day or two. It's been memorable, uh, <laughs> very interesting. And I'll tell you what, today I went over to that market and I found some great hand care products. Uh, and my hands are feeling like they've never felt before. Would you want to try it? It's like it's unbelievable. Um, sure. And she you know takes some and starts and put, rubbing I, them on. I, I give her whatever is the nastiest flavored thing I could find from before. Okay, cool. She like rubs it on and like, you know, smells it and it smells really nicely. And, you know, she's like, feel it. She's like, thank you. This is, this is honestly the best vacation I've ever been on. I know. It's really wonderful. Uh, Finn, would you like some? Uh, he's like, nah. Fine. Smooth. Or smooth skin. Just but I like my family. <laughs> okay. All right. And then, well, so, so... So I, I did not get my stuff out first, unfortunately. No. So the dessert is dropped off. She comes hustling over. But as she makes her way over to the uh, judge's table, she stops uh, in front of Clark and does like uh, a full World War II uh, old-timey kiss where she just bends you over, gives you a massive kiss, sets you back on your steps, and keeps on going. Ah, I, I don't know if I can remember my name. <laughs> Hey Clark, do you want to do you want to grab calling? the plates? It's Milo. Oh, Milo, you're still here. Yeah, do you want to grab the plates? I think we're just about ready. Oh yes, yes, of course. That that sounds wonderful. I'll I'll be right there. And so she walks up to the table and goes, and for dessert, I have these for you. Uh, these are invigorated watermelon bombs and awakened fig surprise. The watermelon bombs are filled with lime and mint simple syrup. The figs are cooked in the whale fat and soaked quickly when <clears throat> and infused with a local peach alcohol. And there's an aromatic element to this whole thing that is created from the whale's ambergris. Enjoy. All right. Eat it up. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll bring over my stuff. Um, do I need so to make a roll? Just as, just as you're approaching, Ken tries to very precisely, very stealthily 
kick the leg out from the table, like break the table so that we have to take a break. Okay, make that roll. Try, how about a 23 athletics? Oh <laughs> yeah, that table collapses immediately. Uh, so uh, Ken's like, ah, oh, this, this table is defective, it's broken, we're gonna have to get a new table and of course wash up, wash our hands and get everything, uh, because I've gotten filthy and I, I can see that you all have as well. And he just tries really quickly to help like wash off the, uh, the woman's hands to make sure that we've removed all of that awful flavor. Sure, sure. And uh, he's as helpful as he can be getting another table situated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, as soon as the table collapses, the, the priest guy goes, oh, God, get, get us another table. We, we got to finish this up. And, like, you know, it's a, a table is brought out immediately. You know, the bag table is, you know, taken away. So there we go. New table ready for the final the final enhanced, enhanced judgings. So I, I put down my muffins and I say, so, so these are my muffins. They were made with, with love and care. Um, when, and, and there's, there's some, um, fresh cold cream on the side here, um, in little lanelles. So that'll melt into the texture of the bottom of the muffin. And on top I've, um, crystallized sugar in the, in the whale fat, as well as, um, used um, the, the berries from the trees to make a jam. So when you cut into the muffin, that jam will come come sort of like leaking out almost like a little volcano on the island. So please enjoy and and, and, and I hope you I hope it tastes I hope I delivered a very lovely meal. They say thank you and proceed to, to start tasting uh, tasting away. You can taste the care, Ken says before he's taking a bite. <laughs> All right. So Dave, at this point, I would ask you to send me sort of like your, you can just send me your totals for okay. each, each dish kind of a thing. Oh, for each dish. Yeah. Or you can, I mean, like you can just give me like your, your numbers or whatever, how, whatever you want for. Clark, I'm really nervous. It's okay, Milo. I, I think we're going to win this because uh, either way, we got to spend time with a truly elegant lady. That's true. That was quite the kiss she planted on you. It was. Okay. So, uh, okay. Um, so, you know, as per usual, you, you get together with the, the rest of the judges, trying to, you know, sort of go along and figure out, you know, who did better. Uh, feel free to start with your your conversational uh, insights, Dave. You know, uh, as far as keeping a body up and running, uh, powering it up for all the things that are necessary and also longevity. Uh, all of these dishes uh, that came from Milo were uh, both uh, titillating in terms of flavor and uh, and enriching in terms of nutrients, which I appreciated. Whereas uh, Shazir's, while tasty, uh, I can't I can't deny there's no way that I could, in good conscience, recommend that anybody else eat something like this. It is too luxurious, first of all, and secondly, it'll weigh you down. There's you'll never get things done that you need to get done to live a, a prolonged healthy, meaningful life. Vin, Vin nods his head and he's like, but I think she did a better job with the whale, man. Like, the the overall flavors of the whale were better represented across the dishes. I feel like it had, you know, a, a deeper, richer sense of, uh, of, like, taste in a lot of cases. And, yeah, this may not be, like, you know, your everyday meals, but these are, like, special meals when you get together with family and you know you don't want to make sure that everyone's happy and having a good time you, know, you crack a couple of beers you sit back with your family you know 
you relax. This, this, that seems like a good home kind of meal to me. And sure, like, for those special moments when you'd like to poison yourself with your family. Uh, and, and like the Asimir's like, like, I'm just happy to be here. This was lovely. Uh, I mean, the only thing that I have to say that I didn't particularly like, uh, I didn't like the dessert from uh, Milo. Like, I just don't like strawberries. And like, everything was a little bit just bland for me and undercooked, unfortunately. So, I mean, that's that's the only reason uh, I'm not a... I'm not the biggest fan, but I think everything else he did was really great. You liked the final, you liked the dessert from Shazir. I did. I did. I thought it had, I mean, it wasn't great, but I thought it had more of the whale showcased. And my understanding is this is supposed to be like a whale challenge. So I thought that was a little bit better. Now, let me ask you this. How would you all have felt if there had been no whale in any of the dishes? Oh, that's, that's an interesting thing. I think it could have gone either way, really, then. Uh, and because the, in a way, And Milo Finn was just like, no whale, I wouldn't have even shown up. Right, exactly. Because in a way, Milo cooked all of these rounds. Did you know that Milo single-handedly brought the whale here? Did not know that. That's that's interesting. Food for thought and thought for food. Okay. You, you, make, you make a good point, bro. You make a good point. Bro. And everyone tallies up their notes. Um, and you hand him off to the the priest, and he goes, "Whoa, that's a lot closer than I was expecting. Like, you you both got to come down here so we can do this right." And Shazir comes down, and she's like, "Okay, okay, yeah, let's let's do this." So, can I just say before he announces this, it was such an honor to cook with you, Shazir, and um, it, it, I, I'm I'm very happy to just have had this experience all together. Yeah, no, I mean, like, you put up a good fight, man. You put a like, I've listened to what the judges had to, like, say, just kind of, like, not trying to pay too close attention, but we're 10 feet away from the desk, so, you know, it's kind of hard not to I hear understand. some of the things, but, like, it seemed like that, seemed like you, you held your own, man. So, like, I gotta give you props and respect. Thank you so much. The uh, <clears throat> priest holds up a note and is like, it literally came down to one point. This was a one-point match. Um, I tallied up all of it, and eking it out, 65 to 64, was Milo. What? What? No way! I can't believe it! Clark, we won! We won! It's amazing, Milo. Good good job. And Clark is just going to smack Milo on the back as hard as he can in the, in the excitement. So that that's going to throw me for a few yeah. feet <laughs> into the sand? But I'm so uh, excited. Give me, I'm like, give me, a, I'm like give me a death roll to see if you hit the judges' table. <laughs> oh, I critically failed. <laughs> uh yeah, you go immediately like sort of head first into the the judges table and luckily, you know, you just you're just shorter than the table or it would have like broken your nose. So you just take it straight to the forehead. Clark, so Clark I, raises a hand and says, "My my bad." <laughs> but I'm I so I'm I'm dazed and confused and just sort of like crying amazed that I won as I'm laying on the sand here. Yeah, and, and Shazir comes over and she, she congratulates you and she's like, well, well, Muffin Man, I didn't think you really had it in you, but you know, you you, you played a good game, you brought a good contest, you you put forth a good effort, man, and you know, you, you beat me. You beat me fair and square. And she, you know, sees that you're very dazed and pretty confused by the concussion that I'm assuming you have and she just leans <laughs> down and pins a little, like, iron pin to your tunic 
and uh, pats you on the, the chest. And in your ear haze and daze, you notice she takes off the sunglasses, kind of winces with the sun, and her hair returns to normal. So, hey, um, Shazir, thank you so much for this. What, what's the deal with your hair? What, what do you mean? Well, your sunglasses seem to change the color of your hair. So I just was wondering why that was happening. Uh, cause they're magic. What, what do your sunglasses do? I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just roll with this, like your concussion zone kind of thing. Cause like every chef in the world should know this, that these are the man of flames light lenses. Like oh. these are the legendary man of flames light lenses. Like you should have known that immediately. And she just tucks them back in her pocket. Where does one get one of those? Uh, from the Man of Flames. Um, and and how would I, how would I find that person? I mean, she leans down and she's like, "This must be the concussion talking, because <laughs> you know that the Man of Flames is the king of Flavor Town." Yeah, I just, I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, dazed because of it. Yeah, I'm gonna say that you are. Good luck on the rest of your cooking dreams, there, young man. You've got you've got some potential. Yeah, th- thank you, Milo. We'll find a diner, drive in or dive after our <laughs> vacation, and we'll see if we can't find this man of flames. Yeah, that'd be great, Clark. Now, can you get me some ice for my head? Yes, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of ice on this tropical island. I'll go I- look. For- I, I, uh, I, I, as you say that, the you can see the the shaved ice guy being like, "Ice? You need ice?" <laughs> oh, the shaved ice guy has perception plus twenty. <laughs> yes, he books yes. off from from the little gathering, gathers you up some ice, and, and puts it on your head. Thanks so much. I can't believe we won, Clark. That was so great. Hey, did that Deandra lady, did she leave? She's still sitting at the, the judges' table, kind of like just chatting with Ken and Finn. Hey, Miss Deandra, so I'd like another chance to, to make you a muffin that you really like. I didn't know that you didn't like strawberries. Could I, could I maybe try again sometime? Sure. Okay. Clark, what do I do now? Well, you... You try to pin down a date, Milo. You've, you've opened the suggestion that it's possible. Now it's, hey, let me bring you a muffin tomorrow. What's your cabin number? Yeah, hey, so can I bring you a muffin tomorrow? What's your what's your cabin number? Um, so, uh, I mean, yes to tomorrow, but I don't know where I'm staying yet. Milo would be happy to help you with your luggage. I don't know if I trust him in his current condition. He seems like he he really hit that table very hard and should maybe take a few minutes to like get himself together. I mean, I appreciate I appreciate the offer, Ken. That's very nice of you to offer it for him. But I think I think he needs he needs a little bit of of downtime to get his his brain back together cuz that was a pretty heavy hit and like Finn, you know, peeks over the table and like fist bumps you and is like Ride or die, young man. Thanks. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, Ken pretty much just wants to hang out with Finn for the rest of the uh, the trip. It's like, hey, <laughs> what, what, like, we, you want to hang? What are you up to? Uh well, uh, just gonna go hunting. You know, gonna you know do some uh, do some deep sea stuff here in a little while. But you know, no no significant plans. You know, I was just gonna 
you know, take a relaxing day. I'm, I'm between jobs at the moment, so, you know, keeping it chill, trying to keep all these weird dead people out of my ocean. Yeah, that, that, that seems fair. Hey, listen, uh, deep sea, not great for me, no gills, but you want to take a lap around the island? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. He is significantly slower than you. He's, <laughs> he's not a very fast being on the land, but he is like, he's hustling it with you. But like, he's definitely like, you know, 20 feet behind you at your slowest. It's, it's like any time Vin Diesel actually runs in yeah. a movie. Like, <laughs> like, I don't think he knows how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, occasionally he has to like, duck into the water for a minute, come back up on land, keep running, like, just to like, you know, keep his body cool. Cause you know, he's not used to this much physical exertion on land. Love it. Yeah. Long time I'm trying to recruit this guy. This is yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, DeAndre, I, I'll just give you my cabin number. And after you find out where you're staying, you can, after you get settled, you can come by and hopefully sure, yeah. connect. That sounds like a, a thing I could do. I mean, I, I have to check in on the rest of my friends that I arrived with because they were also kind of confused as to why I just disappeared. But I can see them back there waving. So, girls trip. That sounds delightful. Um, my friend Clark loves girls. I sure do, Milo. <laughs> I respect them very much. I'm sure he'll respect all over your friends. Yes, of, of course. Milo, it's time to back away. You've, you've sealed the deal here. One can say too much after a certain point. Okay. Okay. Well, have a lovely day, Deandra. And yeah, and so and I'll then he just, Milo just sort of falls back on the sand again. Clark will pick him up and firemen's carry him away <laughs> in victory. And as you guys are wandering away, you know, plenty of the you know, islanders are like patting you on the back and cheering you and you know congratulating you and saying that like you guys are the best thing that's come to this island in forever so like you know hope well, that they I hope, hope you, you all around. have a whale of a good time I wasn't gonna go there Jeff but you <laughs> took it there <laughs> that's it that, that's it I love hey, it. It great. that was so great I love it. <laughs> This one-off, Roll for Blank, is a campaign written by Mark Hughes, our wonderful DM, and it features Nate Regolia, Jeff Wolf, and Dave Burdick. It might even feature Andrew Fishman at some point here, so keep your ears open. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It'd really help us out. And otherwise, find the role-playing experience that you love. Buy some books, figurines, get some friends together, virtually, or in person when it's safe and get rolling.